Welcome to We'll See You in Hell, the podcast now part of the Fangoria Podcast Network. For more info about this network, including other programs or how to follow our show and find past episodes of We'll See You in Hell, visit Fangoria.com. And that is the same old intro I've been saying for two full seasons, and it has not changed for episode one of our third season, which this is happening right now. This is it. We're kicking it off. Very excited. Episode 301, as they'd call it in the TV biz. Yes, 301. Not 301. No. Season 3, episode 1. Really, and, we're uh, just calling them seasons because we very quickly lose interest <laughs> and have no attention spans and keep changing the format. Yeah, but uh, it's good to be back talking about movies again, and we're sitting here as usual. Sure is. On a, a summer afternoon, we've got drinks. Joe prepared us both a Tom Collins... Yes. As if he were a southern plantation owner. <laughs> I'm dressed like uh, Django with a blue suit with frilly white uh, neckerchief. Right. And the spurs. Don't leave the spurs. And the spurs out. as well. Uh, America is in the toilet. It's Friday, a couple days after the 4th of July. And since Independence Day, not that the world was going great by any means, but we've really taken a... A sharp turn downward. And I agree. That movie was a true disgrace to the to the business. <laughs> Independence Day Resurrection? Yeah. Insurrection? Uh, I didn't see it. I heard it was terrible. Heard it was unwatchable, yeah. Which, I didn't think it looked that bad. I hate the first one. I didn't think it looked that bad. Oh, I liked the first one quite a bit, but I saw it when I was 16. You like the first one quite a bit? Saw it when I was 16. I mean, no, that, it's no excuse. That's prime time. It's no excuse. Uh, as, as I always say on this thing, most people like Independence Day. Uh, have we talked about Independence Day? No, I just, you, you always are like very dismissive of things that the entirety of America loves. Right. I thought Independence Day was a pretty entertaining action movie. Well, the entirety of America loves People magazine. That's true. I'll read a People now and then. Well, then and, you, and you'll like Independence Day. Uh, this is the problem. I like that it had 30 stories and it kind of kept you like, you know, you never got too bored with any of them. I like Judd Hirsch. I like Jeff Goldblum. I'm a big fan of Jeff Goldblum. I'm a big fan of Judd Hirsch. I'm a big fan of Randy Quaid. Sure. I'm a big fan of Vivica A. Fox. Oh, boy, yeah. Playing a stripper in that one? And I'm a medium fan of Will Smith. Yeah, I'm fine with him. He was much more likable at that time. I'll tell you, I'm another fan of Bill Pullman. Indifferent. You know, but I mean, you, you pull you pull a great cast together. It doesn't make for a great movie, evidently. Uh, you know, it was a huge, huge smash. I thought it was fine when I saw it. I prefer Mars Attacks. Another terrible, terrible movie. Well, I really enjoy Mars Attacks to this day. It's the worst CG I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it's just it's just horrific. Didn't bother me. It's just horrific. Didn't the, bother me. The only the only character I like is the guy that's like annihilate, kill, kill the crazy general. Oh, who's that? George C. Scott. No, but it should have been. It's like he was... Oh, Rod Steiger. Yeah. I yeah. felt that uh, Tim, Tim Burton was clearly trying to do his Doctor Strange love uh -huh. and uh, didn't didn't happen. No, but I, I thought it was a fun movie. Who like else is in it? Else. Marty Short, Jackie Nicholson, Sari Jessica Parker. Another great cast. Yeah, a lot of good people. In Big it. fans of all these people. I think Jay Pierce Fox Brosnan, is in it. Jay Fox. Yeah. Great um, cast. Lucas Haas. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of people. Well, that's two bad movies that you like. <laughs> uh, 
and are incorrect about. We haven't even gotten to our topic of the day. Uh, for those of you that haven't been caught up on what the format change is, is it's we're back to talking about movies again. Um, last season it was all sins. Now we're talking about movies. Uh, and we're not watching the movies. We're just discussing a different movie uh, each episode that falls under the umbrella of, you know, horror, sci-fi, fantasy, anything that would be in some way related to Fangoria, uh, the magazine. And for this first episode, we've chosen one that we've had much debate about off the mic, and now it's time to have it on. Tremors. Tremors. And much like our old commentary podcasts of season one, you know, we're not going to be talking that much about these movies. Well, we might be. Because I think you've only seen Tremors the one time, right? That's all I, I needed to I see. Didn't I introduce it. it to you? You did. Okay. Yeah. You're the um, one I can blame for now, wasting two hours of my life with I, that movie. Tremors has always been a favorite of mine. One Explain of my Explain to me why. One of my big debates um, that I always wonder about is if you see a movie when you're 10, or like we just discussed Independence Day, and you love it, that kind of means you're going to love it forever. You don't see its flaws when you watch it as an adult. You watching Tremors at age 49, however old you are now. I mean, look, if you want to start throwing early cheap shots because you're going to lose this debate, you can. Uh, But it's unnecessary. I just don't. I don't know. It's hard to say. But I think Tremors, watching it now, is every bit as fun and enjoyable as it was when I was a kid. Now, granted, it's going to be more fun to a kid because it's scary without being terrifying it's a it's a comedy horror, um, but the chemistry between Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward is off the charts. I off love the, the two, charts. Love the two of them together. Off the charts. Off the charts. A term I would reserve literally for like Jack Lemon, Walter Matthau <laughs> chemistry. You're saying yeah. that they're at that that level. I'm saying they're a little below it. Okay, okay just a little. Okay, but I'm well, saying they're electric together. Okay, Bacon and Ward. I think that. The jokes, the dialogue is way funnier than it needed to be. The scares are not terrifying. They were to a young boy when I saw it. But, you know, the monster effects are pretty good. The story is pretty good. It spawned a bunch of sequels that are terrible. I don't argue that. But Tremors, again, is a movie that many, many, many people have a great deal of affection for. And I... I, it really threw me for a loop when you just flat out didn't like it. I thought, well, I'll introduce Joe, Joe to a, a real gem in the horror genre. And he spat on it. I didn't. Uh, I, I, I don't consider it a, a horror movie at all. At all. I consider okay. it like a like a like an action movie that kind of has a monster in it that I Grab don't ones. really give a shit about. Giant worms aren't scary to me, but whatever. I've never been a. I've never been a fan of the. First of all, I've never been a fan of the giant insect or giant organism uh, horror movie. Giant ants attacking or giant spiders or you know or okay. or overrun by worms. Whatever it is, I'm not a fan. So big worms in the desert didn't didn't really freak me out in any way, shape, or form. And so I mean, to me, it just felt like an action movie where the bad guys happen to be worms. Uh you know, I mean, look, far be it for me to to say that the one of the great, as you think, horror movies of all time uh, stars Michael Gross <laughs> of Family Ties, 
and Fred Ward, who I don't know that anybody's ever applied the word electric to before. <laughs> with bacon. So these are firsts for he's, everybody. He's been great in a couple movies. Miami Blues with Alec Baldwin. He's great and he plays like a creepy scumbag detective. Another great underrated movie that Joe would probably hate. Tremors is not a, a scary movie. I grant you. It's really kind of, it would be like the absolute best sci-fi channel movie. But putting those in the complete dust. Those movies are all terrible. I've written one of them, and it was terrible. Right. Um, but, you know, it's in that vein. I don't. I think it's intended to be an entertaining action comedy with horror sci-fi elements. And of that genre, which is very difficult to do correctly, it's almost never done well, I feel like it's a classic of that very specific genre. I will give you that it's a passable movie. It's passable, but at best, it's passable. It's it's not funny. There there's really the the character tons of funny lines in it. The tons ca- of funny dialogue. If you're 12 and you think like Ernest P. Worrell is funny, it's like Ernest goes to camp funny. Like it's it's like it's like cartoonish hick funny. Like I got a bunker with guns in it. Well, now you know? we're bringing up a whole nother world. If you're gonna just casually dismiss Ernest P. Worrell, I a hundred percent am, and and please defend him so my point can just be proven. <laughs> <laughs> about your taste this early on and it, we're not even 10 minutes in again movies i haven't seen since i was a kid but goes to camp saves christmas goes to jail in particular are funny i saw ernest goes to camp when i was nine years old when they released it and i had i been allowed to use the phrase piece of shit that's what i would have said crazy i rented ernest goes to jail three years later and i thought it had more redeeming qualities than any Ernest movie I'd ever seen. Sure. But it is, I don't think I got through the whole thing. I'm I mean, not putting them up there with the Tremors. Uh, I, I don't really see the comparison. But Michael Gross and Reba McIntyre play gun nuts in a bunker which is really more timely than ever i mean again it, and it's no offense to reba mcintyre anytime she's acting i don't even want to see it she's great in tremors she's uh to me fine funny it's yeah it, they're not getting a top shelf cast because it's i think not only clearly a b-movie but intended as a b-movie it wasn't a b-movie though it was released in theaters yeah, uh, Kevin Bacon was quite famous at the time as sort of an homage to like drive-in movies. It destroyed Michael Gross's career. That was his big chance to transition after Family Ties, and they were like, "Well, no, Tremors did okay, but he was like the fourth lead in it. It wasn't falling on his shoulders. He is he carries the series now. Gr- well, yeah, Gross oh, was uh, a series which has now introduced Jamie Kennedy into the cast." Now, you apparently watched that one. I tried to watch Tremors 5. It was an, as unwatchable as, as the other sequels. Tremors the first two, one is watchable. The, the other ones are unwatchable. Tremors 2, I remember right off the bat, they, they have one of the Tremors. The Tremors are walking around like a dog. And I thought, well, your, whole, your entire premise is that these things are under the ground. The, the tagline for the first one is, there's nothing new under the sun, but under the ground, dot, dot, dot. Sure, yeah. Tremors 2, they immediately have them up on their feet like dogs. So whoever's guiding the Tremors franchise is obviously an idiot. Now it's See, now it gets interesting to me. Terrible movie. But, I, yeah, now you got a worm dog? Now we're talking. 
This is a monster. I like that they flew in the third or fourth one. <laughs> Did they? They had flying ones. I only saw two. And what happened is, is the is the birds, the 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 underground graboids, beget the ones on the feet, the dog ones, and then the dog ones beget the pterodactyl ones or something, and then the pterodactyl ones shit out eggs and they become the graboids again. It's like a, a circle of life. The fir- the first one was written and directed by Ron Underwood, who did City Slickers. Uh, I'm a big fan of that movie. Me too. Heart and Souls. But the guy does like light comedies. What's Heart and Souls? It was a really fun uh, Robert Downey Jr. movie where he dies and he's got like Herman's Head style ghosts that follow him around. Oh, I remember that movie. Kind of fun. Um, And I might be remembering the plot completely wrong. But, you know, the guy, I don't think he directs much anymore. I think he made a, a movie. It was on NBC all the time. A lot of affection I have for it because me and my friends used to really love Tremors is that it would air on NBC, and it was the worst edited movie of all time. Meaning, uh, it's only PG-13, but should be R for language, and probably would be by today's standards. They dubbed in the most ludicrous substitutions for these swear words on NBC. Well, give me some of it. What did they do? I think I still remember them. Uh, Michael Gross at one point screams after they shoot millions of bullets into it and kill it. Michael Gross in the movie goes, broke into the wrong goddamn rec room, didn't you, you son of a bitch? Okay. On NBC, he goes, dubbed with a apparently a black man's voice. <laughs> it starts out gross. He goes, broke into the wrong. Then a voice goes, goldern. Rec room, didn't you, you big jerk? Big jerk. Big jerk. You can say other things on NBC. <laughs> why big why wouldn't they just change it to son of a gun? I have no idea. Uh, and there was a lot of that in there. If you get a chance to see it edited, it's on USA sometimes now. I believe Kevin Bacon is doing a series of Tremors now. He the TV they're doing a TV series, and Kevin Bacon is appearing in the TV series. Yes, I read that. Okay. I mean, uh, do we need a TV series? What Check the hell is out. going on with this business? That a movie isn't good enough to spawn sequels that go into the theater, and now it gets a TV show, and the guy that said no to all of it is going to come back now and do the TV show. I'm baffled. I mean, the the fact that Bacon would do this makes me think it must be pretty good because he had that successful television show. He's, his movies are still he's still in movies. His show didn't do that well. That recent one, it only went like three seasons. I thought it went fine. But I'm he, not shitting on the guy. I'm just saying, you know, people don't remember though that uh, Kevin Bacon and his wife Kira Sedgwick were taken by Bernie Madoff. So chances are he needs some money. All of his money pretty much was taken by Now, Bernie old Madoff. Sedge, she was in a hit TV show. The Closer? The Closer. Yeah, which For the first year that it was out, I'd never seen the, an ad for the show. I just saw billboards, and I thought it was The Closer. The Closer, yeah. And I thought it was about, like, dead people or something. I was like, what does that mean? And then right. I saw an ad, and I was like, oh, The Closer. She's what like was a the detective. premise of The Closer? She closed cases. I guess. She's like a no-nonsense detective or something, or she's the district attorney. I always love Sedgwick. Something. She's got an underwear scene in Singles that really haunts my dreams. Uh, yeah, she was delightful in that film. Yeah. She was delightful in that film. Uh, uh, you know, the, he did well for himself, and she did well for herself. Bacon was quite a looker. Sure. Shows his hog in Wild Things. It's, it's ample. You see his dick in it? Yeah, swinging around. See, that's what I would have liked to have seen in Tremors. Is Bacon Kevin's dick? Kevin Bacon's dick. 
and maybe maybe it's a one of the graboids, and then the camera pulls out, and you realize it's just Kevin Bacon's dick. Yeah, sure. Something like that would be good to me. I mean, you heard it here, folks. That's what, maybe they can do that. If it's, is it an HBO series? No, but I think I could. Let me see if I can get staffed over there. All right, you probably could. <clears throat> I don't uh, think and so. Then, and then here's you in the meeting. I'm a huge fan of the original. I of love the series. Yeah. 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 I can't believe those weren't in theaters. You know who stole the show was Michael Gross. I'm surprised it didn't set his career on fire. <laughs> and the chemistry between Ward and Bacon, off the charts. Off the charts, he says. Yeah. Followed by describing the movie as fine, which is what you did. Tremors? Yes. No, I would never say you Tremors You said it's is a fine, fine movie. I would never refer to Tremors as fine. You, st- you said it a minute ago. Yeah, I might have said it's a fine film. Fine yeah. film can mean like... You uh, meant it like a, wi- like a fine wine. Yeah, exactly. Well, again, I mean, this is just an absurd proclamation. No, I mean, I if you had asked me before we, re- we re-watched it recently, I would have said Tremors was one of my favorite movies. In re-watching it, you know, it shows some some seams. I think it's a blast. I think it's extremely well written. It it moves really well. Even the romance is handled well and you kind of give a shit about it. They got that uh James Hong, the old Asian guy is super funny and trying to make money off the graboids. I don't even remember these people. Yeah. What was the romance? The girl with the sunblock, she's like a seismologist. She's out studying the ground. Oh yeah, there just happens to be a hot scientist out here. Yeah. And a and a and a gorgeous male hick. Yeah, who has to take her pants off at one point because they get cut on barbed wire. Yeah, but uh, you know, oh, like this is, the freezers rattling. They 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 keep a lot of things going where like there'll be something rattling and moving on the ground that will lure or anger the tremors. The rules are very clearly stated, which is to me when horror movies go wrong, when they don't clearly state the rules, or when they deviate from the rules or they make up their own shit. Tremors. They're trying to figure out what, what's going on. They figure it out. The audience is tipped off as to what those rules are in a very clear and concise fashion. They never deviate from it. Uh, and in terms of, of, a, of a horror screenplay or an action screenplay, I think it does a fantastic job of hitting all the beats and introducing new obstacles and never cheating the audience. Yeah, for a simple-minded movie, it, it works. It's a simple-minded movie. It's a paint-by-numbers movie. It's Compl- I would completely disagree with that. It's so much better than it has to be, and that's not what paint-by-numbers is. I, I disagree. I think, I think that is a movie that started with a title, and they, and they worked out from there, and it was one of those in five minutes. Oh, it's so simple. We, it's called Tremors. It's, the earth's shaking. Why is the earth shaking? There's giant worms under it. These people are trapped in the middle of nowhere. They got out with the worms and kill them somehow. Well, how do they do that? Well, there could I mean, be a militia a, guy with all these guns. They, they, they sprint. You know, like they know if they're on. The, it's kind of like the shark thing. If you're in the water, it's going to come get you. Uh, if they're on the ground and making mo- noise and movement, then it senses it and comes after you. That hadn't really been done. Kevin Bacon runs toward the edge of that cliff at the end, and then it goes blasting out the side of the cliff and right. dies. The gross out effects were gross and fun. I, I, couldn't have, I couldn't have dreamed, although I should have known, that you would not enjoy the movie. Why? Tremors. Why do you say that? What is that? I I would just I wouldn't think you could show Tremors to someone and they would not like it. And yet you are notorious for not liking exactly those things. What? Name one other example of that. Well, or or liking things that everyone hates. We had this discussion via text very recently. 
Well, and you, you Batman said... Batman versus Superman. You said things that weren't true. You said that uh, I just like things that people hate, and that's not true. No, I'm saying there's a lot of things that you love that everyone in the world hates. But I could say the same about you. And a lot of things you hate that everyone in the world loves. I could say the same about you. I don't know that you could. I could easily. We've seen movies together, and we, we'll both go, I can't... Why does that only have a 21%? We've, we've done that. And but the difference is that if I watch that same like Terminator Genesis, when I saw it in the theater, I went, well, I saw it with you, and I said, I can't believe it's got a twenty one percent. I had a I had a great time. Tried rewatching it, I was like, you know what, this movie's not that good. Okay, uh, well, I liked one. it when I saw it because I can admit when I'm wrong, which <laughs> yeah. you can't, which is why you're clinging to this notion that Tremors is a fantastic masterpiece of a film, and it's just not. Nobody even dies in it. I don't think one person dies. Several people die in it. Who dies? There's an elderly couple that is killed. Their car is sucked under. The headlights go up in a very yeah. effective, coolly shot scene. Yeah, I remember that part. But I'm saying in the main there's, crew. They when, pick up a, a hard hat at one point and there's brains inside of it. I remember that. But I'm saying in the main crew. when yes. they're when they're, the, the old Chinese man who you don't remember who has a sizable dies. role dies. He's eaten by it. Okay. Um, but yeah, Gross, McIntyre, Bacon, Ward, the girl, they all live. Because there was supposed to be the a little sequel. girl on the pogo stick lives. Right. The girl from Jurassic Park. Right. But I can absolutely admit, and I've gone back and watched things even recently where I thought they were amazing and I, I've questioned what I was thinking. But that's what I'm talking about. It, it goes back to, uh, I think that's a very interesting argument or discussion to have is, does seeing something when you're a kid just cement it as that's your opinion of it? No. That's why you use the phrase... It didn't hold up. Yeah, and I've said that before, but sometimes I just wonder if I'm still loving something because I've always loved it. Look, you know, for like I, when I watched Sixteen Candles with my girlfriend, she she liked it a lot, but she's not seeing it as I did eighty times when I was a kid. Look, there, I I I liked Kingdom of the Crystal Skull more than I should have because sure. of nostalgia. Sure, sure, absolutely. If I saw temple of doom now i'd probably take more issue with it it's fantastic than i did as a kid i love it i love the movie it's the best of the series uh but uh you know I, there are also plenty of things i watched as a kid that i loved and then when i re you know look i own the movie flash gordon i think it's a lot of fun it's a piece of shit fucking movie it's Never terrible it. yes uh you know but when i was a kid i thought it was a masterpiece and now i watch it and i go yeah it's not great but it, it brings me back and i just like watching it for comforting reasons now, the difference between you and me is I would never invite you over here and say, we need you need to see Flash Gordon, Pat. Tremors is not Flash Gordon. I don't consider Tremors a campy or a jokey thing at all. I think it's a good movie. No, Flash Gordon isn't jokey or campy on purpose. Well, then I'd love to watch By it. By accident, it is. Right. Tremors tries to be campy and jokey and fails and isn't either. <laughs> That's not Tremors knows exactly what it is. And for that style of tongue-in-cheek horror, comedy, action, whatever, I think it's about as good as you can do. Because it's a genre that never works. I thought Slither was like a, a pretty good attempt at that kind of... The Sharon Stone... Uh, that Slither. William, William Baldwin vehicle? No, that's uh, that works for exactly what it is. Jerk-off material for a 13-year-old boy who steals the VHS from his dad. <laughs> but Sliver... Slither. Well, James Gunn's Slither. Uh, did you see that? No. Okay. It's got a similar vibe. It's much more R-rated. 
But uh, a comedy horror, they don't go hand in hand because if you're laughing, you're generally not scared. The, the best kind of feeling for me is like Misery, a 10 Cloverfield Lane, where it's very tense uh, and scary and you're laughing out of, almost out of nerves. Right. But the whole thing of going for jokes and also going for scares, usually you're, you're not really succeeding with either. Ghostbusters. I, I got to be honest with you, folks, because Ghostbusters is coming out in a week. Right. Ghostbusters doesn't necessarily hold up. The original film. It's good. It's very entertaining. It's not a great movie, folks. Well, that's always been my argument with... I don't think the new one looks good. Uh, I'm not interested in seeing it. I'll see it. But that's... I, I won't not see it. I just don't... I'm not going to run out to watch it. Uh, but that all being said, I, I don't understand what all the hoopla was with people criticizing it and being so hard on it and going, the franchise, the franchise, like, the franchise is one pretty good movie. Like, the second movie is dog shit. Yeah. The cartoon sucks. Uh, I think Ghostbusters 1, watching it the other night, I would have always, again, said that was one of my favorite movies. When I watched it the other night, it's got real long slow patches. Bill Murray is mugging in a way that I've never really seen him do. And What do you mean? He's just like, he's talking too much. His lines aren't as funny as they normally are. Sometimes he lands a perfect one-liner. But there's also times where he's just like uh, annoying, right. to be honest. And he's one of my favorite people in the world. Right. Um, Aykroyd, you know, is almost given no jokes. He gets blown by a ghost in one of the most ludicrous scenes I've ever seen. And is that a dream he's having? It is a dream. I confirmed it this time. I watched that with my girlfriend who had never seen it. She was like, is this a dream? It's very... She never saw Ghostbusters? She was uh, raised religious and not allowed to see anything with specters or Harry Potter or any of that. <sighs> Jesus. But, uh, you know, she, she was like, it's fine. But there were 30-minute sections where we just weren't laughing. I think Ramis is good in it. Moranis kind of steals the show in a role that was written for John Candy. And the whole time I was picturing John Candy. Why did John Candy not do it? They didn't pay him enough. They had they had blown their load with the other actors and Sigourney Weaver, who was excellent in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, but Candy wanted, I think, a million dollars or something, and they wouldn't give it to him. And Moranis did it for half that. Ugh. But you know, well, and it's like how Eddie Murphy was supposed to be the Ernie Hudson role. They would have had to maybe add it, add him a single joke if it was Eddie Murphy. Yeah, the only joke Ernie Hudson gets is I've seen shit that'll turn you white. Yeah, and it's 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 a tremendous joke, but yeah. uh, that's his only gag in the whole movie. A lot of what I liked about it is like it's so clearly a a painting, New York. Whenever they're up there with Gozer and stuff, like it had kind of a charming, sort of like an early Tim Burton feel. That when I was a kid, I always just thought, oh, I'm looking at New York City. It's a very obvious painting for most of the movie. I will readily admit that I am a big fan of the movie, but yeah. I very, very, very seldomly have the desire to throw it in and watch it. Yeah. Which speaks to your point. I'd give it a, a, a B plus and maybe an A minus out of nostalgia. But the people sobbing about the new one, it's like, who cares? But that's my point. Is, I don't think the second one was terrible either. Uh, oh, it sucks. It I sucks. I thought it was half as good as the first, maybe. It's, it's, you know, it's not a disgrace, but it sucks. Yeah. Um, but that's my point. Is like, everybody's like, they're ruining it. They're ruining it. It's like, what, what, are, they, what are they ruining? They're yeah. not, they're, it's, it's, it was one movie 30 or 40 years ago, whatever it's been. 
there, there, it has it's been ruined three times over already, like by by the stuff that the original people were involved with. What so, nobody seems to be able to answer is if it's a remake, if it's in a world where the original Ghostbusters existed, or if it's an entirely new story. Because the trailer goes library, um, black Ghostbuster comes in and joins the crew. I'll tell you what it is. It's the exact same thing. I'm going to tell you what it is. All right. It's a remake, and the powers that be know that remake is a four-letter word, essentially, with fans. Yeah. So... To get around it, they keep skirting the issue and saying it's a reimagining. It's this, that. It's a fucking remake. Yeah, it's a fucking remake. But that that word is has such a curse attached to it that you can't say that. So they they're saying all these I other words. It has to be a remake. It and is. Then they got the the hot the goddamn Hemsworth playing Marf- Annie Marshmallow uh, man is in it. Is that true? Yeah, I haven't seen him in any of the trailers. The latest trailer, he gets shot in the dick and goes ah yeah the marshmallow man's in the movie so is slimer i mean what what are we doing here pat oswald tweeted today or yesterday he saw a screening and and he praised it he said it was funny and great and scary and oh, he I'm... said there's a post credit scene that's supposed to be amazing okay i'm but excited it... to see it honestly uh i there... think all four of those women are extremely funny and yeah you know, I didn't love Spy, but Paul Feig has done some great shit. I'm excited to see it. I and like I, the heat. I did not like the heat, but I, I've been told I should revisit it. I don't know. I enjoyed the heat and, uh, you know, freaks and geeks, obviously. The comedy of the heat and Spy uh, and almost all movie comedies nowadays is telling people you look like a homeless man fell into a, an ugly bucket. You know, you look like... <laughs> If Burt Reynolds got kicked in the nuts by a cleated boot. Right. You know, uh, and that's all. Every joke in Spy was you look like or you smell like. Right. Ghostbusters is probably going to be a lot of that. You look like to ghosts. I saw Mike and Dave need wedding dates last night. I was telling you before we started. I got to tell you, folks, it's a funny movie. I'm sorry. I know it doesn't look funny. I just don't understand how. So, you know, at 11 o'clock with a packed house, uh, it's it's written very well. It's directed very well. It doesn't have that thing when you're watching like two guys trying to fuck girls where you're just kind of grossed out the whole time. They're like, you like them. I think Adam Devine is funnier than he's ever been. I think Zac Efron is fine. The girls are funny. It's a funny movie. But there are so many you-look-likes in it that in the post-credit outtakes... They show you 20 alts for each you look like. Right. You look like a waffle that got... Well, this is what I'm saying. This is why you confuse me. It's lazy. With your words. Okay. You confuse me. You're saying it was a funny movie and you enjoyed it, yet you're saying it's riddled with the thing you're tired of. I can can both praise and criticize. It doesn't make sense. Pick a side. There are some you look likes in it. It's not like Spy where that's all the dialogue. You said there were 20. There's probably 20 in there. That's a lot of... You look like jokes in a two hour movie, but because there's a lot of you look likes, that doesn't to me negate the really funny stuff that's in it. All right, fair enough. I'll tell you an underrated movie that I saw recently that I thought was very funny uh, was Hot Tub Time Machine Part 2. I think we talked about it on this show. Both those movies are very funny. Written by my dear friend Josh Heald. 
We did talk about it on the show. My apologies. I can't no. remember. And you know what? Honestly, Hot Tub Time Machine has some Yulik as well. Not a ton of them. The first, and they can be funny if if they're if they're accurate, they can be funny. The first time I remember it was in Knocked Up, Forty Year Old Virgin. You know the beard thing. You look like Serpico. You look like whatever. If it's if it's dead on, it's funny. When it just seems desperate, it's not. I don't know why that's all joke writing is nowadays. But for me, if a movie attempts jokes, I'm willing to sort of. Look the other way. Yeah, they do a few in Deadpool, which I thought were unnecessary. Tons. Yeah, T.J. Miller does a bunch. Uh, and Mike I and enjoyed David, Deadpool. It's a funny movie. I also saw The Shallows, Blake Lively and the Shark. Couldn't have couldn't have less interest in it. Blake Lively looks fantastic. It's almost like a sports illustrate, one of those old sports <laughs> illustrated VHSs. Um, and it's moderately suspenseful and entertaining. It's quick. It's 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 so basic. A girl's like, I'm gonna take a, a surf. Shark has her uh, stranded on a rock for 90 minutes, maybe 80 minutes. Again, I, I'm willing to kind of give a movie, if it's doing an okay job in its genre in this day and age, a bit of a pass. I I think The Shallows is fun, and I think Mike and Dave was a much better than average comedy. The Shallows to me is just a a, a re visit to deep water which you know oh no 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 deep water was doing the fake documentary shit right no deep water is about wasn't that doing the oh i'm thinking of open water no open water that's what i'm talking are about. you thinking of deep blue sea i'm not no but deep My blue sea is, like is also sh- yeah sharks Hello, uh, cool J. open water is is two people stranded as shark circle and what's going to happen that's like, open water yeah yeah it's a whole movie wasn't that a was it just so low budget that I thought it was supposed to be a documentary? I mean, I can't imagine how it's a documentary when it's two people stuck in the water the whole time. That's true. I can't remember, but but uh, open water was 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 boring to me. The shallows. I thought it was boring too. That's why I don't want to see the shallows. Shallows is very well shot, and I like looking at Blake Lively. And the shark stuff was moderately suspenseful, and I liked it. Now, uh, the yeah the the surfing shots for some reason annoyed me in the trailer. Okay. Where she's, I don't know. I, I, I look. I don't like a lot of things. I'll admit to that. Yeah. No. It, I I really try to overcome my desire to like. They had that great South Park about you hit a certain age and you hate everything, and that's I feel that rising in me, and I try to kind of push it down. But I think that, you know, when I hear people are like, "But what if?" And you know, everyone I know does this, and I'm sure I've been guilty of it too. You like that scene when. You know, Zac Efron gets kicked in the balls, which doesn't even happen in the movie. But, you know, if that ruins a two-hour movie for you, I can't help you. You have to sort of say, okay, that scene didn't work for me, but this scene's really funny. And hey, if a comedy don't disagree. Has, if a comedy has three funny scenes, in this day and three. age, it's a masterpiece. Three. Mike and Dave three. has way more than three. But if a comedy makes me laugh three times, I'm talking the last ten years. I consider it a success. That's an outrageous statement. I never laugh at comedies anymore. That's an outrageous statement. Because they're not good. So them not being good doesn't mean that you have to pretend that they are good. If a movie is... If a good one... Look, I don't laugh as much at comedies as I used to. Right. But when I watched Hot Tub Time Machine 2, I laughed through the whole fucking thing. I thought it was really funny. Yeah, so that would be a way better than average comedy, which Mike and Dave is. I watched when I saw Vacation, even though... There's a lot I could say bad about Vacation. Vacation is, I think, but I enjoyed we talked it. about it, I think, too much on this podcast. But Vacation is a perfect example 
of a movie that has terrible scenes in it. When they get into that swamp and it reeks of shit and they're pulling shit-covered stuff out of their mouths and you have to sort of suspend disbelief, why did they get in this brown water that smells like shit? And then now that they're submerged in it, now they start realizing that it smells like shit. Ludicrous. Right. You know, it's a terribly written and performed scene. It's disgusting. There's gross-out stuff in that movie that's way too gross for a comedy and doesn't work. But then at least half of that movie is really funny. So to me, that I, is a huge success. I enjoyed the movie. I, I, this is the first podcast we've done since I've seen it. I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was funny. I watched it with my parents. Okay. It's a good thing to watch. At least with my folks, it was a good thing to watch. Right. Uh those were not my beefs. The 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 my biggest beefs of the movie. My two biggest beefs of the movie were two. It's way too gag heavy, where stuff doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why is there a button that makes the windows explode on the car? That's just stupid. Yeah, exactly. It's not a thing that would ever exist ever ever ever. It's just exactly. dumb. So that too gag heavy, and they ruined the characters. I thought. Except Helms, for Rusty. Helms and Applegate are terrible. No, no, no. I was fine with Applegate. I was fine with Applegate. I was fine with Helms. I Applegate thought, seemed bored, and Helms, I think, tried so hard to not be Chevy Chase that he was nothing and unlikable. It was. I was fine with Helms and Applegate. I was fine with that. I didn't like how suddenly Rusty was the, the mirror. Uh, this is what was wrong with it, the characters. Rusty was suddenly the mirror image of his dad, which made no sense. Right. Rusty was always not like his dad. He was always rebellious. He was always like a poon hound. Like, yeah. That's always the way they did Rusty. And that, that, for some reason, they just threw that out the window, and now he was... Well, now Clark was a poon hound as well. Yeah, but he was exactly... He, was, he wasn't nerdy, though. That was right. the whole thing with Rusty. And his dad was nerdy, and that's yes, where, where that's the true. disconnect was. He chugs the beer in the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the second one, he's fucking going after those French girls, right. like... Okay, so that's that. Audrey was like the smart, well-read, sophisticated daughter. Yeah. Now she's like this bimbo who is fucking this beefcake, and like, and then like they tell you later they cheat on each other, and you're like, yeah, that's not that's not what Audrey would be like. Like she was always like ahead of her. She was w always wiser than her years. In the first movie, she like smokes weed. Yes, you know, and but the, why can't you just look at this mo new movie on its own terms? That didn't that doesn't bug me at all. Because it's go the same characters. Direction. Yeah, but it, it's not. You don't. You don't. It's a true. Sequel. It's a sequel. It just that to me, whatever choices they want to make thirty years after the original doesn't bug me. All right. Well, let me keep going. All right. I don't like the twist of Clark Griswold now being like a sociopath. Yeah, who's like. Clark Griswold wasn't clueless. He wasn't. He he was he was he was uh, uh, nostalgic and 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 uh, nurturing or or whatever you want to call it to a fault. Yeah. And well, the things that blew up in his face were were because he was trying so hard to do something right to do the to, to have the best thing yeah. possible for his family. And in this movie, he's like he's like a yeah. fucking psychopath. I agree. Um, Beverly D'Angelo. You know, would she have one line? It was like, I don't even know why they had her in there. Uh, Chase looked ill in the remake. He, he did. Uh, you know, so those were my... And then also, too, he opens the garage door. Now, granted, I got excited when I saw the car from the first movie. Sure. And Vacation Place, or, or Holiday Road Holiday Place. Holiday Road, baby. 
But the car was destroyed in the first movie. How does he have the car? And also, they just happen upon the bed and breakfast where his parents work. They don't mention that at any point before that. Like, we're going to see grandmom and granddad. Like, that's what it should have been. Along the way, we're going to visit the grandparents. Yes, and of course. The pep talk from Clark to Rusty should have taken place way earlier in the journey. They were already at a breaking point. It's like they'd been at the breaking point like four times. Comedies, I have, I have sold two comedy screenplays, neither produced as of now. They are noted to death. There is a g- very good chance that the people who wrote it had way better instincts that were just kind of shut down. Um, you know, for me, Vacation is a, a very successful remake, and there's stuff I hate in it. My point is... It's not a remake, though. It's a sequel. It's a sequel. Okay, sequel. It is. But, I mean, there's a difference that needs to be noted. So... Yeah, I guess that's true. So what is... I forget that. What is uh, Ed Helms? He's he's not Clark Griswold. He's Clark Jr. He's Rusty. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, look, it's been a while since I see it. You saw it a week ago. Well, I mean, but how could you forget? What, who did you think Chevy Chase was playing? N- now now I see... Give me one second. I just second. went through every character. Now I got it. Yes. Yes. So you're saying... When you were talking about Rusty and Aubrey, you were talking about Applegate and Helms. Rusty is not married to his sister, first of all. Oh, Aubrey Apple- is Leslie Mann. Yes. All right. And yes. I'm saying... It, I forgot that detail, yes. It was disappointing to me that Aubrey, who was always this sort of, like, world... She, she, she always had a bit of a worldly knowledge to her as the daughter. She was beyond her years. Yeah. She gets, in the second movie, she's got like a 45-year-old alcoholic's depression. Yeah. No, you know I, I, mean? I, I assume that you were talking about the no. kids. But they, she's, yeah. the, the, the two boys in Vacation, whatever their names may be, in the new Vacation, are hilarious. I like them quite a bit. The fucking show. Do you know what I'm talking about now right I now? Now I completely understand. I'm yes. not convinced. Yeah, no, I completely get it. Yeah, so don't reduce Aubrey to like a girl who's like just fucking some beefcake. She's fucking Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, and and then like later in the movie, her dad and mom are like, oh, they just cheat on each other all the time. It's terrible. Yeah. And it's like, and they don't even care. It's yeah. like, no, that's like not... sad. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I think what, I definitely knew what I was watching. I watched this movie a year, literally over a year ago at this Really point. not an excuse. I mean, it's, it's, it's like. But they call it vacation. As opposed to, like, that, that's why it's a little confusing for me. The first one is also called Vacation. There's a scene in the movie. I got it. And I got it when I watched it. Where he explains why this is different than the original Vacation. There's literally a scene where he does that. No, Joe, I, what you're not getting is that you watched this movie a week ago. Pat. And I watched it a year ago. I got it now. Of course. Yes, Clark Griswold is that. I so in a of, year, are you going to go, man, that Force Awakens, what a weird remake that was. Maybe. I sort of viewed it as like a reboot anyway, because I, I definitely look, even now that you're telling me, I'm like, Leslie Mann was playing Audrey Griswold? Yes. I And I, I get that, but I, that's not something that's really... It's terrible casting. Because when I see the Not vacation, one of the Audreys looked like Leslie Mann in no, any way. At Ed Helms, it's kind well, look, of believable that he's rusty. Juliette Lewis doesn't look like the girl from either of the other ones. But they all have dark hair. Juli- they all have dark hair. Hey, maybe she dyed her hair. I'm saying, my, the, what's what's sort of this whole thing is you got to kind of like let shit go 
especially with comedy. The only thing that matters to me with a comedy is did I laugh? And I laughed quite a bit in Vacation. Now, a comedy can be horrifically bad. I think Dirty Work is a disastrously made movie. Yeah. Directed by Bob Saget, who never directed again. It's a terribly made movie. I howl laughing all throughout. Yeah, it's So great. it's a great comedy. Right. Um, you right. Know, I'm saying you get, you got to kind of go into a movie with an open mind about certain things and know what kind of movie you're watching and et cetera. And many well, people can't. I'll try to do that. I'm not saying to you. Listen, no, I, to people. I will try to do that if when I, I watch when I watch Tremors 5, which is a remake of the first Tremors, even though it's called Tremors 5. You you have to know I'm not vouching for anything in the Tremors franchise. I'm making fun of the fact that you don't know the difference between a sequel and no, a remake. I got it. And, of course, they go to visit Chevy Chase, yes. But I did not remember Ed Helms playing Rusty until now he, I think about it. Yeah, of course he was playing Rusty. He did not seem anything like Anthony Michael Hall, which was your point. Now I got Any it. Any of the Rusties. But when you were saying... Rusty, I was thinking of the funny kids in the new vacation, just because I—that's how no, I picture. Rusty no, no, no. I was. Th- I'm saying kid. the young. You said during the discussion, Rusty drinks the beer in the first movie. Yeah, I know that that's what Rusty does. But to think of to think of Anthony Michael Hall growing up to be Ed Helms makes me a little sick, and maybe how that's why I'm forcing it out of my mind. Drink before you got here today. I came straight from work. Straight from. work. I've had a single drink, and there was nothing in that iced tea when you walked in except iced tea. It's from Starbucks. I don't know. This is a weird yeah, city. No, I, yeah, I drove here drinking a uh, an alcoholic beverage from work. <laughs> Folks, I mean, if the if the if the ending here of this podcast doesn't prove my point that Tremors is a bad movie, forgive me for uh, with everything does. going on in the world, not remembering specific uh, don't plot you points. Dare pull the vacation. Mother Teresa card on me. Uh, this when, is, when I walk out of vacation, I go, okay, I can flush that out of my head. I don't need to remember specifics. You told me for th- four months I had to see it because it was so goddamn funny, and then I finally see it. You don't even remember the fucking movie. No, again, I never, I'm never insisting you must see Vacation. I said it's way funnier than you'd think, and you would say it is not. Just plug. What do you got to plug? Well, if this were to go up before Sunday, and it probably won't, I'm doing a stand-up show at UCB Sunday night. Brent In LA. Sullivan and Sean O'Connor's show. In L.A. In L.A. at UCB Sunset, if you live in L.A. The show's called, show's called, called Church. Called church, church. Uh, the show is called Church. Hey, but we're going to record another podcast, and I'll, I'll do them then. All right. That's all that's coming right up. I'll be in Scotland for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in August. I'll be in Dublin for the Comedy Festival at the end of July. Come out and see those things. Uh, Joe DeRosa Comedy on Twitter. Uh, the Patrick Walsh, Vine Twitter, Instagram. You've been listening to We'll See You in Hell, a presentation of the Fangoria Podcast Network, uh, which also, by the way, is launching next week. My, uh, or it might be this week when this comes out, my new uh, fiction, horror fiction column okay. uh, called Some Severe Situations. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, this is produced by Thomas DeFeo and executive produced by Ken Hanley of Fangoria Entertainment for press opportunities, advertising, inquiries, and information about We'll See You in Hell. Contact Ken at Fangoria dot com.